What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Spiritual Gangsters Podcast. This is a show for all the people who keep it 100% real, who've been through life able to turn their pain into purpose, for people who've struggled with faith, yet keep asking questions and seeking the truth. It's a show for us to share our thoughts, experiences, and stories, and know that we're not alone. For all the OGs who see through the world's BS, this is The Spiritual Gangsters. Good morning, everybody. What is up? Welcome to The Spiritual Gangsters podcast. This is a very first edition of something new that we're trying to do, see if we can pull it off today, but... A fun little idea that I had a while back, and I'm lucky that my co-host was indulging me enough to go along with it, (laughs) is a little fun, like, weekly roundup of news for people who don't watch the news, like us. (laughs) I don't really watch the news at all, so I don't really know what is going on, like, in the real world. I only know what is going on in the little echo chamber (laughs) of, like, the truther community. On Instagram, basically, and Twitter, maybe a little bit. But I wanted to call it Clown World Weekly. So we're going to try to make it like a fun live, maybe on like a Monday morning like we're doing right now. We'll try to try to be consistent with it as much as we can. So I think it'd just be fun to bring to people's attention and talk about like some weird, wacky things that have come about throughout the week. So, yeah, yeah and we can just give our little our little spin on it. And people, please come in the chat. Like, we'd love to hear from you and see what you think, because you guys are all spiritual gangsters. You all have an eye for what is going on in the world. But yeah, without further ado, Clown World Weekly with the amazing NY Patriot. What up? What up? What up? (laughs) Thank you very much. I'm glad you asked me to do this with you. I thought it was a great, great idea. And it's, uh, I I think it'll be fun. We're still for sure going to do like, you know, amazing stories and have guests on as we, as we find them, like organically. It's not something that I want to like force you know yes i was doing that to myself and i kind of i just i don't like it yeah it's great and i love to do that still we'll still put out that content too but i thought this was like a fun because this is like what you and i do on a daily daily basis just bullshitting <laughs> just send each other the most ridiculous things and are like like that space story a while ago and it was like there's a meteor the size of 17 yeah about to hit planet earth and we're like 17 armadillos like yeah there's there's always stuff behind the headlines and yeah so maybe uh with our resident wizard in here you can break out some of the occultism behind some of it and just how we how we see the news of course Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. so um it's weird though that we're doing this show on 9 11 yeah Right? Yes. I think that's kind of like symbolic. <laughs> it's not planned. <laughs> swear to God. It's not planned at all. Well, I mean, if you even look at the, I guess, the story that we were fed that day, I mean, it's perfect to be clown world. Right? And yeah. got your tinfoil hat. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, I'll have mine soon, too. You know, yes. why don't you let everybody know about that amazing tinfoil hat you're wearing, actually? I, yeah. So I think it's the first time I'm wearing it, like on my show, on the Spiritual Gangster. So, 
Um, yeah, it's something that I made. Um, so I got these hats and then I bedazzled them, you know, cause I'm super crafty, but, um, yeah, I handmade the patch and the vinyl that goes on with it to make it say tinfoil. Um, so yeah, I was selling them on Etsy. I had a very small batch that sold out already, which is amazing. Like, thank you to everybody who got it or shared it or like supported it in some manner. That's awesome. So I'll try to do a few more, maybe like before Christmas. And uh, yeah, but it's just fun. Like I love conspiracy gear, but a lot of it's like too much for me, like too in your face. Like I don't, I don't necessarily want to walk around with like a t-shirt that says like, Epstein didn't kill himself or like I will never wear a mask like I don't necessarily want to wear that everywhere I go maybe it's not like the most appropriate attire but I feel like this is super subtle yeah no I like you it know? and people who so. are into that like conspiracies they'll be like ah they'll know they'll yeah, be like okay. I love it I think it's a great play off of it Perfect. Yeah, thank you. And you yes. know, something that you just mentioned, and the only reason why I'm asking is because uh, for myself, I am going to start printing out um, stickers for the Occult Rejects, and I will what? offer to mail them out to listeners as long as they're willing to put some of them in the public eye, basically <laughs> tagging shit with the stickers. But I'm getting vinyl ones because they are weatherproof. Now I'm wondering now, because your thing is vinyl, like I'm assuming if you were to go out and it's snowing and it's raining, you don't have to worry about that patch getting fucked up. I don't think so. The only thing I'm going to ask people, because, um, you know, the first few people who have bought it is like, please give me feedback on it because so <laughs> the hat that I'm, I'm sending you a hat that has a different kind of vinyl than the ones that I sold. So anyways, that's, it's a whole technical yeah, thing, but okay. give me feedback on the hat. The only thing I'd be a little bit concerned about is if people put it in the washing machine, I'm a little bit concerned. Hand wash, probably fine. Lay it flat to dry gotcha. or spot clean only, gotcha. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe it would hold up fine. I have to do mine sometime and see what happens. Awesome. Awesome. Anyways, let's get to the good stuff, right? Okay. So Funny enough that it's 9-11 and we're going to talk about Mr. Ugh. Donald Trump, who's so tied up in that whole situation. Yeah, but, he was uh, very uh, he was very vocal on that day or the days coming after that on the news, I, too. He was like was, the guy to listen to in New York. I just saw a throwback post of like him on the phone with like news agencies. And, you know, I think he's, well, he's from Queens, right? That's where he's born. Yes. Yep. Mm hmm. So he's a, he's a New Yorker, but uh, yeah. So last week I was seeing all these rumors swirling around of Trump being potentially assassinated, which I'm sure a lot of people have contemplated before as a possibility, but somehow it's like recirculating. Mm. I've even seen it on news. Mm -hmm. but yeah, I, on mainstream news. Even Fox has brought that up as a possibility and uh, Joe Biden not making it either due to his age and health. Mm -hmm. So I find it, I do find it interesting how even news outlets are uh, talking about it, which makes you like question. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, that makes it seem like almost it's more likely to go down. Predictive programming. Predictive programming, priming the public for when it actually happens. So funny enough, I listened to this YouTube channel back in 2020. I like binged the shit out of it. It's called A Minute to Midnight 
Midnight being M-I-D-N-I-T-E, if anyone wants to look it up on YouTube after. So there's old videos from like, I want to say starting in 2019 and then to 2020, 2021 of this guy that they used to have on a lot called Jeremy the Freemason. So Jeremy (laughs) claims that he's like an ex high ranking Freemason, I think 32nd degree, he said he was or 33rd. And he defected like from the Freemasons. And he was like divulging all this stuff to the host, Tony, on Minute to Midnight. And one of the things that he used to stand by a lot in several interviews was like, Trump will be assassinated, but it'll be staged. And Trump is completely like complicit with this situation. He knows all about it. I I mean, I could see that happening just because of the way the world is like. I don't know. I wouldn't if it had happened. I wouldn't. I, this is just me. I don't know if I'd believe it was real. So. Right. Well, it would be interesting how it goes this, down. He doesn't even have to become president. He has a cult following, and he's making tons of money from people just giving it to him. What the fuck you even have to become president for anymore? Good thing you you use that word cult following. Okay, so you know those like Illuminati playing cards. Yes. Okay, so how the Illuminati playing cards? There is, oh gosh, now I'm going to like mess up my screen shares or something. There we go. Let me bring it up. No, it's okay. Bring it up. Thank you. Okay. So in the Illuminati playing card deck, there is a card called Charismatic Leader. And it says that um, it refers to like the leader's fanatic group. So like you said, cult following, right? Funny enough, the guy in the picture has like golden hair. Kind of like Mr. Trump, right? You, know, you should probably look into the company that made these. Somehow, maybe it's actually owned by Trump. <laughs> God, could you imagine? <laughs> or oh, C- or it's registered agent of CT Corp or something like that. <laughs> CT Corp, Vanguard, like one of one of the two. Yeah. Or BlackRock yeah. Group or whatever. There's also another card. Um, let me just bring it up. The Enough card, it's called. Enough is enough, which is a phrase. Okay, that face looks like Trump, though. Like a bit. Yeah. On the card. No? Okay. I think, I so, think yeah. so. It looks like a mad, mad ranting Trump to me. Enough is enough is a phrase used by Trump about Trump, like repeatedly in mainstream media. So remember like back in the day we were doing, I think like the Iraq war, <laughs> like dating myself, but um, there was that phrase like shock and awe. They used to use that constantly in the media And this is like one of those catchphrases, one of those like programming phrases, like enough is enough. So the Democrats use it about Trump when he was president. They were like, enough is enough. Trump says it about, you know, like libtard shit. He'll be like, enough is enough. Gotta fix America. So this is like the phrase for like some neuro-linguistic programming shit in the mainstream media. You can actually find that phrase used a lot in like news articles. Yes. Actually about, about him. Exactly. It's a phrase connected to him for some reason. They want that in our mind connected to Trump. So interestingly, on the Enough is Enough card in the Illuminati deck, it says at any time, at any place, our snipers can drop you. Have a nice day. So is this implying that the when when it's enough is enough, when the Trump card is played, that's it. He's done. He's sniped. I don't fucking know. I hate to laugh about somebody no, like yeah, 
either potentially dying or like fake dying. But like, I don't know. It's just fucking weird. Well, he is tied to New York City quite, uh, you know, obviously. And, you know, you always hear about him and Vladimir Putin. You know, they're supposed to be uh, buddies. And if you do, I'm just, you know, I'm just... Just did this real quick. Enough is enough. If you look at the numeric value in uh, English and simple English, English, it does match Vladimir Putin. It does also match Trump and Putin. And it does match New York City and September Stop. 9th. Come on. So, oh, and Trump and QAnon match enough is enough as well. Oh, my God. Honestly, it's in, it's in the numbers. And see? Adolphus Hitler. I don't know if that was his real name. Adolphus. I don't, but I don't think it was. I think it was the Adolf, New York but. Mets match enough is enough. The Mets. Oh my God! Imagine if he gets assassinated at a Mets game or something. Yo, Donald Yo. Donald Snake Poem matches enough is enough. What? <laughs> I swear to you, when he told people that Snake Poem, he was telling everybody what he was. What Snake Poem? Oh, wasn't he? Didn't he? Doesn't he tell you that people that whole story about the snake the snake biting the woman? And he's like, "Lady, you knew oh. what I was prior." You already knew yes. what I was. I was a snake, and now you're surprised I bit you? We already knew this guy was a snake, and everybody's, you know, culting to him. Totally. Oh, man. Well, and the uh, the theory of him potentially being assassinated is being pushed by Tucker Carlson, Alex Jones, Dan, what, how do you say his name? Dan Bongino? No, Bongino. Dan Bongino. I don't even know how to say it. My dad watches him. Yeah, it's, it's a, you know, this is another conspiracy theorists want to listen to an ex CIA guy. It's like whatever the fuck you secret service. Yeah. Right. Come on. Yes. Come on. So, so this all came about, I think because Tucker interviewed Trump on his Twitter show owned by another, you know, right wing hero, Elon Musk um, in the end of August. But I saw headlines for this Trump assassination story on September 3rd, which is, Nine three ninety three, which will have the the magic thalemic ninety three, right? Oh, there was flight ninety three and nine nine eleven. You know, he was yeah. all over that. I, I mean, every plane goes back to Crowley anyway. But uh. yeah, ninety three is going to come up a bunch later in the in the things that we talk about. But I thought that was weird that it would come up on September third, and that it's being pushed like by the right side. And the left, if it's in mainstream media too, right? I, um, I just question, you know, once the news starts getting into it, I just question, like, is it priming people to accept the story when it happens? I think so. Well, and So it's not so the, much of a shock. I um, mean, it would still be a shock, but you'll be like, oh, no, it actually happened. Like, I was thinking it might happen, and now it did. That might be a little bit different than the actual just, bam, it just happened. Well, I think uh, sometimes they do that, you know, to kind of like push someone's credibility. Like, oh, they could be killed because they're such a truth teller or like they're oh. on the side of, of justice. And, you know, they they want to be take the, the cabal wants to take them down or something, <laughs> you know. And there was a guy, a Russian guy. So his name is Vladimir Solovyov. He works for the Kremlin. Okay. And the State Department in the U.S. calls him a Kremlin propagandist, so take that for what it's worth. He also indicated that Tucker Carlson himself could be the subject of assassination, you know, because he's having all these death-defying interviews on his Twitter X stream. Oh, God. 
So again, I think just, you know, pushing these people to be very heroic and like taking a stand and then just shattering people's hopes and dreams when they quote unquote die. Yo, if anything was to happen to any of them, QAnon shit would take off like insane, I think. I think so. And then, but then and you'll okay. just end up with more morons on the right that are just as bad as the left, in my opinion, unfortunately. The thing is, I think when someone is like legitimately taken out because they're saying something that people don't want to get around, I don't think you really hear about it. That's the thing. Who was like that intern, that Seth guy, that intern who was like breaking like Pizzagate stuff. And he worked for like the Clintons. Oh gosh, someone in the chat is going to know. And that was tied to Pizzagate. But like he was legit killed in the street. This poor young guy who was like going to go whistleblow all this stuff. And like nobody hears about his death because that's a legitimate thing that they want to keep secret. Seth Rich. Thank you, Lisa. (laughs) Of course, Lisa would know. I was waiting for for Horace Smith to to say something. She's the smartest person I know. For real. She's amazing. Oh, God. Yes, Seth Rich. When someone like that is killed, don't you think that's, like, legit? Yeah. But then this situation, probably not legit. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I know we talked about Trump a little bit on one of your shows. I don't know if you dropped it already with Susan. No. Well, the, uh, no. No, we didn't even, oh, go, you didn't. We didn't okay. even go live. So, yeah, that's not even out. Okay, so when that comes out, listen to it, everybody, because we talk a lot about the gematria around Trump, right? 9-11. And all all the 9-11s and the 666s surrounding the sky is, like, friggin' unreal. Yeah, I think in another week or two on my show, I have uh, Brandon uh, on. He uh, did uh, the occult symbolism at Trump Tower. So I think right. that's really, yes. interesting. I want to see that. I did not yeah. um, catch that live if you did it live. Yeah. Um, another thing about Trump, too, real quick, is um, he's so associated with, like, Apollo symbolism and, like, sun god, you know, orange man. Orange man bad. I still say that orange man is because he's starting at Tahuti's path on Sphere 8, which is orange. See? You know, and, 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 and I, I think, you know, uh, going in that direction... I could be wrong, but I think like the tower card might come into play. So hmm. I, I could be wrong, but yeah, definitely. And then the tower goes with nine eleven again, right? Yeah. Trump tower. Um, yeah. So interestingly, on this almost the same day as I saw the Trump headlines on September second, my girl Angie at Let Truth Fly on Instagram. We've had her on Spiritual Gangsters. She's amazing. So she shared a post about India launching a rocket that's supposed to observe the sun. And the name of the rocket is called Aditya. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Aditya. So the name apparently means the sun belonging to Aditi in Hindi, uh, which is given to children of the Hindu mother goddess. So I thought that was interesting. We've got sun stuff happening while we're talking about Trump, Mr. Sunshine himself. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was weird. Mm. And the sun is supposed to be, according to NASA, 93 million miles away from Earth. Yeah. And if you want to start getting into uh, like magic and witchcraft, oranges would also fit with the sun. 
Ah, well, there you go. And he's in Florida, and Florida has tons of oranges. And if people don't know, fun fact, the Mormons actually own the most Florida oranges. So there's a good chance when you're drinking your orange juice in the morning, doesn't matter what company it comes from, you're sipping on Mormon juice. (laughs) Mormon juice. Oh, my God. I'll never look at orange juice the same way again. And you've got a lot of... (laughs) You know, a lot of politicians down there in Florida right now. It seemed very important to the right. That's true. I wonder if they own Minute Maid. Mm-hmm. Well, they may not own it. It's just they might be just using their their oranges, though. True, Minute Maid might use yeah. Mormon raised oranges, right? And Mormons are the fifth largest private landowner in the United States. So that's just another thing. To toss on that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry. All right. No, that's all right. Yeah. So that was the weirdness around Trump. I don't know if you have anything to add before I move on. No, nah, no. Nah. All right. No, just that I think that if if that was to happen, I I think I hate to say it. I know you know. I sometimes I'm against shit. You know, people thinking everything's fake, but I would highly question if that really even happened. True. Yes. Not everything is fake. Yeah. Or gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get to that actually at the end of the show to, you know, highlight 9-11. Yeah, we'll touch on that later. Okay, so next weird and wacky story. We have Mr. Jay-Z in the news. Sean Carter himself, Hove. So, <laughs> I can't honestly. So I got a little bit of a wind of this from two accounts on Instagram. One of them is, you won't believe me official. And Marcus Rogers, Child of the King, he is a cool Christian preacher. You Won't Believe Me Official has some, like, cool, like, very catchy content. So check those guys out. But um, Jay-Z came back on Instagram, which he had long since deleted for apparently years, I think. Um, He's back on Instagram to promote his new movie called The Book of Clarence, which is set to release January 12th, 2024. Um, I can't get the exact date that he posted the like promo trailer for it, but it's got to be near September 3rd. So again, the nine, three, cause when I went to check his Instagram, you know, like reels, it doesn't tell you the exact day that it was posted. It's very annoying. Cause sometimes I want to know like, yeah, yeah. exact day, but a lot of the comments were like one week ago, one week ago. So according to when I checked probably around September 3rd, he posted it. Um, so if people have not heard of this movie, it is set in Jerusalem in 33 AD, obviously around the time of, uh, Jesus Christ being very active. Uh, so Clarence is a man who tries to capitalize on the popularity of Jesus by claiming he is also a Messiah. He stages a healing, um, claiming to like heal his friend from blindness, which is totally fake. And he wants the power and influence that Jesus had, and he wants to get rich. So uh, in the trailer, the trailer is, like, packed with, like, problematic things. (laughs) But the character Clarence uses the line in the trailer. He goes, knowledge is stronger than belief. Mm. So we're getting to the idea of, like, gnosis. Yeah, I was going to say that's a very, I mean... Unfortunately, I do kind of use that phrase myself, but that is very much a very occult, in my opinion. And I mean, 
I've, and you know, the first time I've ever actually heard somebody kind of say that was from Tom Cruise and he was talking about Scientology. So to mm. me, to me, you know, and I think he's a little bit more than just Scientology. So For I do sure. feel like that is actually like a kind of a known phrase occultists will say. I do think it's. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, definitely the movie is like pointing to like occult esoteric themes. Um, why you got to bring Jesus into it? I don't understand. Like why? Like Marcus Rogers, he, when he posted about it, he's like, why always attacking Christianity? Why? They're like obsessed. <laughs> attack something else or don't attack anything. Yeah. Just put out put out your stuff that you want without bringing like the Jesus narrative into it. It's very odd. Um, well, it's to placate against, you know, to placate for people. Like, it, it's targeting selling point. That's all it is. For sure. Well, and it's yeah. obviously going to create a huge buzz around the movie because people are upset. Very upset by it. Um, so, sorry. And, and you know, just that. something I, I do want to say, which I think kind of, I guess this falls a little bit into clown world. world. Um, I'm just going to say for the most part, and this is just my opinion, but I think I'm correct. When somebody makes a movie, I don't care if it's Jay-Z or the Sound of Freedom. <laughs> money is what it's For about. Sure. I yeah. want to make money from this. People mm-hmm. don't make movies just for the fuck of it. Yeah. Or at least not that production. Right. Well, Jay-Z's role in this film, he's a co-producer. So, yes, he's in it to, you know, obviously oversee the project. It's, of course, with um, black actors, you know. So, I'm sure he's you know, wants to foster, like, I don't know, something for a project for the black community. Um, I thought the concept, honestly, is interesting. It's like the perspective of somebody in Jerusalem who's not a follower of Christ, but sees that and is like, ooh, I want to get in on that, you know, cash. And I think we see that today, you know, with certain preachers or like pseudo spiritual people. We had an episode on spiritual gangsters a while ago about um, Jason Shirka. <laughs> And we talked about other like spiritual swindlers, you know, so the concept is not itself offensive. I think it's that from the trailer, some of the imagery is a little bit like bordering on blasphemy from a Christian perspective. Mm. It's a little bit of a tight line. Um, interestingly, too, you know, when it comes uh, out, we'll have to cover it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> When it comes out, we'll have to cover it, definitely. So I did not know this till I dived in a little bit. Jay-Z also currently has an art exhibition at Brooklyn Public Library, which is the picture that I have up here. I'll make it bigger, sorry. Um, it's not on his Instagram, but it's on the Brooklyn Public Library Instagram. Uh, so the exhibit is called The Book of Hove. As you know, he calls himself Hove, Jehovah, play on God. Uh, it's an art exhibition to honor the life and his body of work as Sean Jay-Z Carter. And I was like, wow. Where is that the front of? <laughs> Apparently, it's at the Brooklyn Public Library. So, like, the Brooklyn Public Library right there is just promoting BLM as soon as before you even walk in the door? Yeah. And the thing is, the whole thing, it looks like almost how the Temple of Solomon is described. Oh, yeah. So, again, we're going to the idea of knowledge, gnosis. Um, obviously, it's meant to look like scripture. Am I going to have to go out there? Check, check out this <laughs> library? Go cover it, man. <laughs> I had Come no on. idea it looked like that from the outside. You slacking, bro. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
Um, yeah, so it's called the Book of Hove. They've created 13 limited edition library cards that feature um, art from his albums. The outside there, those uh, little passages are called the 40 Psalms of Hove to make it look like scriptural writings, look like Solomon's Temple. It's promoting BLM and also pride imagery is on the outside of the building, I am told, as well. Very interesting. Yeah. Mm. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. I am not a fan. <laughs> Another one tied to New York. This is like New York Day. You got that song with Alicia Keys, remember? Yes. The song is so annoying. <laughs> no, I actually saw him live once. I, Did I, you? I, yeah, well, I went to go see Eminem and he happened to be playing. Ah. And the t- I'm going to be honest, the ticket was given to me for free. I think it was the uh, first first concert at the new Yankee Stadium, actually. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I had saved the ticket for a while thinking, like, oh, you know, it might be worth something. I think mm-hmm. it's <laughs> Interesting. All right. No, I have never seen him, actually. I've seen yeah. Drake live. Uh, I, I was really only there to see Eminem. When Jay-Z came on, I didn't know half the shit he was saying. Like, you know what? what I'm saying? I don't know most of his music. <laughs> I didn't realize. I don't understand why Jay-Z is so influential in hip-hop. Maybe I'm just missing something there, but... I mean, I just don't think his music is like that great. I don't know. It's not that interesting to me. I only like that song, Tom Ford, <laughs> which is so annoying. You cannot get his music on um, Instagram stories. Oh, really? Try. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like X from like the catalog of music that you can select to add to your thing. As I remember, I tried to add Tom Ford once and it like, wasn't there where you can only get like some cheesy instrumental version. And I was like, oh, fucking ruins the whole thing. Anyways, moving on. Our next weird and wacky story in clan world this week is the burning man disaster. Now you didn't really know about this. No, no, I, I, you know, because probably just covering my own stuff, I, I mm. really didn't look into it too much. I just, I, you know, again, I'm very ignorant to what actually was going on. I just was mind blown from hearing that there's people there and they're not allowed to leave. I'm just like, what do you mean they're not allowed to leave? Like, I, right. I like, what? I just don't, mm-hmm. I don't. And the thing was, is that like, well, the reason I didn't understand that is because like, I could swear that I had seen videos of people talking about their experience, why they're there and they left. I'm like, well, people already left, but you're saying you can't leave. Like what's going on? It was very weird, the whole thing. So just to give people a brief rundown if they don't know what exactly we're talking about. So Burning Man is that festival that happens in uh, Black Rock, Nevada every year. Um, and there was really heavy rains uh, last week, last week or the week before, I don't know exactly, um, which totally flooded out the area. There was mud everywhere. Um, one person died. But apparently it's not uncommon for one or two people to die every Burning Man. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So I so I hear from regular attendees of the festival. It even says on the ticket apparently, put, like, you know, you have to sign like a waiver. Like, if you die, it's not their fault. Gee, yeah, you're probably yeah, you're probably signing a waiver about like your health or if anything was to happen. Yeah, I mean, like, think about it. You're so you're supposed to. They basically create a little city in the middle of the desert for like a week, and then everybody like vacates. And about 73,000 people come. Wow. 
That's a lot. A lot of people. Mm. I mean, between, you know, just the hazards of like camping outside, equipment everywhere, stuff could fall. People are probably doing substances of oh. all kinds. Like, I mean, I went to, you know, obviously not the first one, but the second Woodstock. I mean, you know, that was a fucking shit show. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, oh yeah, and that that really was like one of the first things that went through my head. Like, I don't think they think the mud people might have been like the second one, or well, the third one technically with all the mud people. Maybe that was even the one that I went to. I don't remember, but mm-hmm. like, I I, mean, could, I cannot imagine like if I was there and all of a sudden like we wanted to leave and we were told you can't. Can you explain to me how someone's stopping all those people from leaving? I just don't understand the whole thing is that we couldn't leave. How? Yeah. I mean, I can understand an advisory against coming. I mean, was there a militia there in front of your cars in the parking lot saying you ain't getting in, motherfucker? So this is How are you not allowed to leave? This is the thing. So I learned about the severity of the situation because I saw a clip of the DJ Diplo making like a mad escape from Burning Man with Chris Rock by they apparently walked six miles out of the campsite by foot and then hitched a ride in somebody's pickup truck with like a Yo, few people in the back. Those because motherfuckers he, he haven't walked six miles since they've been rich. Get the fuck out of here. They ain't walking six miles. They'll have a helicopter pick them up before they walk six fucking miles. Apparently because of the, the travel ban in and out of the camp. Yeah, they, they just needed the number six in their fucking numerology. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Apparently fuck Diplo was so like adamant about leaving because he had to play in Washington like that night or the next day or something. And he didn't want to cancel his gig. So he says. So anyway, oh, there's a clip on. on his Instagram of them leaving. It's actually really funny. <laughs> if you go see it. So that's how I heard about <laughs> slick says Diplo OD red pill. Hilarious. Um, yeah, I love Diplo, but um, weirdly enough. Yeah. So you did see people leaving here and there, even though there was supposedly a ban, right? But then this is a case, I think, of the truth of community clowning around clown town, starting yes. rumors, making up crazy stuff that is just not friggin' true. So a lot of posts were saying that there was an Ebola outbreak at the festival, that FEMA was there. A lot of Christians online. Wait, were FEMA like, was there? Now, when the people were complaining that FEMA was there, was it was it because they didn't want FEMA there? They were just saying that it's so severe that FEMA is there to like lend aid. Mm. I don't know if they for, were For people that are listening right now on the show, I, please type in the chat. Do you trust FEMA? I want to know if people, conspiracy theorists, actually trust FEMA. And, <laughs> and I'll get to my point later on when we're done with this. Okay, yeah, we want to we want a quick poll on that. But um yeah, people were starting all kinds of insane rumors and a lot of Christians were criticizing the festival. Um and you know, and doing a lot of people were doing like legitimate intelligent breakdowns about the origins of Burning Man and like the paganism around it and the the ritualistic aspect of it. And I totally get that. But then a lot of people we're saying like, oh, they're being punished like this Sodom and Gomorrah type of festival. God's showing his wrath, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Or then you have other people who are saying it's a harp event. Of course, they're trying to like ruin people's fun with like crazy weather, blah, blah, blah. Like, guys, 
Maybe there was just a shitty storm in Nevada. I think it was locusts. <laughs> Stop. It wasn't rain. It was locusts. Oh, my God. The plagues are here. The plagues of Egypt. Who knows? Like, may, you know, maybe God is sending a message. It's spiritual warfare and God's here. Who knows? <laughs> Trump's behind them, too. I found out through the cultish show. So that's a great account to follow. They have an amazing podcast, by the way. The cultish show on Instagram had a post because they had people on the ground in Burning Man because there's often people who go there to like, if, <laughs> why are you laughing? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to screw you up. No. Thank you, Sam. I'm in the UK. If FEMA turned up, I would run the opposite way. I get that. Oh, God. I'm from the government and we're here to help. Oh, but um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So the cultist show, apparently, I think they had people that they knew or they sent, I don't know, a team or something of people on the ground to, like, evangelize. Like, there, there's people who go there to kind of, mm-hmm. like, scope out the spiritual situation and offer, you know, a word to anyone who looks open to it. But um, they were saying, you know, none of that was true. There's no FEMA. There's no Ebola. Like, there's just flooding and mud. Like, that's the situation, guys. And yeah, that's shitty, obviously, for people. Um, And then other truthers were saying, oh, look, there's this, like, mad exodus of cars 10 lanes wide trying to escape from Burning Man. Apparently, that's the normal way how it goes. When the festival dissembles, it's a mass exodus because there's a lot of people trying to leave at the same time. Apparently, this is normal. This is, you know, this again, you know, I, I do question, do some of the people that like sit on Instagram and make these posts, do you actually go out and do anything? Have you right. lived your life? Have you ever been to a concert? Have you ever <laughs> been to a concert and tried to leave afterwards at one that's, you know, just a normal place? Not as huge as that. Have you ever gone to a concert <laughs> and tried to leave a parking lot afterwards? You're going to be sitting there for a while. Right? Even just a sports game. So because it took a while to get out, it must have been something conspiratorial. Yeah, it was like the mass exodus. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> this is the thing that I think is great for clown world. That's what I'm people, saying. People who are not there, again, unfortunately, this goes back to Gnosis. If you were not there, you do not know what really happened. So all you're doing is looking at snapshots on Instagram and somebody's idea of what happened in that sliver of time. That was not there either. We believe lies over lies over lies, and we all look like a bunch of clowns. Right? Yeah, I know I have that in my mixer somewhere. I just don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> I'll have to get that right. Yeah, I have to figure that one out. <laughs> oh, man. Legit. So, yeah, Burning Man, though, is an interesting event. Uh, so it was started, I think, in like the 80s or 90s originally in San Francisco by two guys. And it was like an art festival originally. Uh, it since grew to a large scale week long event in the desert uh, city called Black Rock City, Nevada. The city was apparently created with the sole purpose of hosting the festival. Which is interesting. Funny enough... Did you know, fun fact about Burning Man, Google owns majority of the festival since 2019. Of course. 
I thought that was so yeah. fucking hilarious. Not that um, I have an answer for it, but the 19, I have been noticing a lot covering occult stuff, so I'm starting to wonder about the one and the nine. I have nothing uh, to say there, but could that 2019 have something to do with it? I don't know. Well, okay, so what I have up on the screen is a little is a, just an excerpt from an article that I found. So on August 30th, 1998, the first ever Google Doodle, you know how Google does those things, uh, was created to celebrate the Burning Man Festival, which was attended by Google's co-founders, Larry Page and Sergey Brin. It was a simple design placed above the Google search bar to indicate their absence from the office. The very first Google oh. Doodle about Burning Man in 98. That's weird. And they, these two guys at Google loved the festival so much <laughs> that they eventually wanted to buy it and use it as like, I think some sort of like a programming playground because the people who attend Burning Man, it's not cheap to go, right? So basically it's tech lords, new age, rich hippie people, uh. <laughs> musicians, artists who somehow have money somehow some way and uh like social influencer types like justin trudeau's half brother goes to burning man every year mm. this is like the circle the circle that it runs around. Don't, don't forget when i covered a uh, fellowship of friends they have a whole division that works for google that little cult so, I mean, oh, yeah I no, about that and they're into cult. arts and performances as well Okay, yeah. So, uh, according to this person on Twitter X, uh, her handle is Shannon Pill. She says Google had a corporate purpose theory behind the purchase of Burning Man because music is one of the primary programming tools of our generation. Interesting. She said Google wanted to turn the festival into a counterculture event and use it to make propaganda through lyrics and frequency. Think about it. Burning Man is a massive congregation of people who enter altered states of consciousness because they're doing drugs the whole time and therefore are more receptive to being programmed, she stated. I could see that. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I think it's weird but. that they even just mentioned that programming with music. Mm -hmm. Well, and what does Google do? They do computer programming. Right? Mm-hmm. I just thought the tie to Google was crazy. Like people th think they're attending this like free spirited like arts festival. Nope. It's just another corporate scheme. Supposedly. All right. Okay. Our last funny, weird story for today. Elon Musk, our best friend. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> did you know guys did you know elon musk had another baby apparently a while back but it was again announced publicly like came out in the public ether last week i found that weird i was like wait this this isn't like a new birth nope not new i mean i think this year but like earlier this year with Grimes. Who is his ex-wife? Why are you having more children with your ex-wife? Why not just make her your wife? <laughs> I don't know. I don't 
don't understand what's going on. But um, I got this one from one of my favorite accounts online, Uncovering Babylon. But uh, the way that they put it up, sorry, I don't know if Uncovering Babylon is a boy or girl. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, I love what they wrote. 11 children with three different women. I think you've reached your master number, dude. Three times 11 being 33, of course. Oh, yeah. You got that 11, you know. Uh, Maybe Janus. that's why I had to have one more. <laughs> a Janus symbolism. What the flock? I'm sure he's yes. probably noticed this already. <laughs> yeah. Lisa says, remember, we said he was going to have a total of 10 babies. Well, technically, he does have 10 living children. Because the oldest child died. And there you go with the X. Yes. And to tie it back to Burning Man, weird enough, I saw a TED talk by his first wife, Justine. And she mentioned that to, I guess, honor the the death of their infant, whose name was Nevada, which Burning Man is in Nevada, to honor the death of Nevada, she goes to Burning Man every year and does a ritual to honor his memory. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I think anything. I honestly, any, someone, I, I'm not laughing about the baby dying. I'm no, laughing just because no. it's like so friggin' weird. Alexander Nevada. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> I think when it comes to Elon Musk, it's, that's all clown world shit, I hate to say. Right? He's like one of the top jesters for clown world shit. Yeah, big time. So this eleventh child's name. Do you remember what? Do you remember the name? No. Oh, like techno. Techno mechanicus, man. Techno mechanicus. Or his name. Or we'll just nickname it Tau. Which I can tell you. I can tell you if you make it. You know, up in degrees in the OTO, you'll get three towels on your robe. Ooh. And what is that? What is a towel on your robe? What is that? It's like an upside down T. You'll get three red ones on your robe. Maybe just like the three different women he's had all these kids with. Oh, shit. Maybe. another A notch on his belt. Look at that. <laughs> well, I, I, I would hope to God he's been past that degree already if he was if he was involved. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy is too much, man. I, 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 listen, you This is honestly, and people, I'm sorry if you don't like what I have to say. If you're religious, if you're a Catholic or a Christian and you support this dude, you are part of clown world. For reals. I hate to say it. This is my opinion. I don't know how people can like, well, I think some people don't know about like his background, his business dealings, like his history. No, the thing is people need to idolize somebody. And if you think differently about them, it hurts your fucking head. It's it true. hurts. It hurts to not think. It hurts to think bad about someone you don't know and idolize. That hurts so yeah. bad. I get what you're saying there. The nickname Tao is so weird. Okay, it's not even the kid's name. If you were gonna nickname it, why wouldn't you nickname it Tech? Tech Mac. <laughs> Something. The Mac. <laughs> Where does Tao come from? Right. I mean, why is that the nickname? Except unless you want to make because he's into reference. this stuff. That's why. Right. You want to make like? I mean, just with that guy's post like this, and um, I I saw nothing. I saw nothing. <laughs> Praise Jesus and Elon. I saw nothing. Oh God! Come on, man. Yeah, for real. 
His kids all have very interesting names. Some of them with his first and second wife are a little more normal, I'd say. But the kids with Grimes especially, that's where he has the um, the one that I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's like Aeon or A-E or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the little girl who he had not long ago, her name is like Sadrael or like means like something with darkness. Like, why are you naming your kids these things? I mean, honestly, if people, it hasn't, it's only up as a live right now because we haven't done part two. Go back and listen to our Elon Musk part one and look of all the gematria that matches with the names and everything. Yeah. This dude is doing it on purpose. It's matching eyeball and occult stuff. I'm sorry. It's all on purpose. Yeah. Elisa just said in the chat, Tau is the elementary particle in physics. Mm. Made me think of Taurus and like toroidal field and, you know, horned gods. Being the 11th child. Tau is the last letter in Hebrew, the Omega. Probably his last kid. Thank you, PK. Yeah, thank you for that. That is interesting. And you know... X, Y, and T, Lisa's putting in there. If you think of the X chromosome and the Y chromosome, um, Jim, someone just hit you up with a uh, look at that. Well, it's not for me. Oh, that's so <laughs> fucked up, actually. That's oh, okay. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> Thanks, Brave New Order Films. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the second that's the second uh, whatever those things are I've gotten. So Super that's what, yeah. Now I totally forgot what I was saying. Oh, the X and the Y and the T. Yes. You get the Tau, you know, throw the Tau in there. You know, doesn't he, didn't he have a non-binary child? Yes, he does. And so, like, that's like, what, are you mixing out, the X and the Y now together? Right. Okay. But he tweeted out, because I think he plays the role of, like, pandering to the right all the time, even though he doesn't fully, he's not fully aligned with, like, conservative values i would say but i think he's just like pandering to that side because he sees an opportunity to make money and that's why he's offering like tucker carlson a place to host his stuff like these sorts of things anyways um but he tweeted out a while back something like very in line with how a conservative would view the trans agenda like anti-trans basically saying but he has a trans child. And I comment I commented that on the tweet. And like nobody obviously like nobody saw it because the tweet had like a bazillion replies, of course. But I was like, what? Like, dude, you yourself have a trans child. Like, you know what the deal understand. with he is? He is a libtard that knows how to troll, so the right falls in love with him. Totally. That's oh, he perfect. trolls. He's on our side. No, he's a it's fucking a libtard. Way. I mean, I would say he's other things, but every time I use that word, I some reason I get a strike or monetized. Uh, demonetized. He is on the spectrum, okay? Like <laughs> he, he's an eighty-eight. He's an eighty-eight lover. Just put it that way. Yeah, my opinion. Nothing wrong with being on the spectrum, but like no, no. people praise him for all this nonsense. I don't know. And even Grimes herself, the baby mama, I'm pretty sure she's a Raelian, which yes. is like. A follower of that like alien religion and that's what kanye west posted when he knocked them off was a symbol to that religion elon uh knocked him off of twitter for that post so maybe hit a little too close to home there kanye right 
Any who's. That's all I got for this week. Very nice. Very nice. I, mean, I think it was some, fun. Some Clown World <laughs> stuff. Oh, and it did, all right. To get back to why I had this is perfect for Clown World. Why I asked everybody about FEMA. Hmm. And there was a bunch of people in there that said, no, they don't trust it. And there was even somebody that's not even in this country that said, no, they don't trust it. So this goes back to Clown World with Hawaii. None of us, as conspiracy theorists, trust FEMA. A lot of people, for the most part, when they talk about it, they equate it to Hunger Games. These are going to be concentration camps. If that is the belief, can you please somehow make sense of conspiracy theorists bitching that FEMA has not opened its gates and started stuffing people inside of it in Hawaii? If we think FEMA is screwed up and no good, can you somehow make sense why conspiracy theorists are bitching FEMA is not here to save the day? I don't understand that. That is clown shit. How people will flip switches and totally contradict themselves. It's meant to happen on purpose. Yeah. The contradiction of the mind. It's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing weapon. And I think that's happening, you know, now quite oftenly. But like, yeah, I, I don't understand that. I think that is very clownish that you actually see people because of what happened in Hawaii, which again, going to go back to the whole Gnosis thing, none of us were there. We don't actually know what the fuck happened. Nope. We really don't. And I just uh, think, um, you know, with this kind of weekly thing, it's all bets are off on both sides. Like I'm not. You and I both, like, I think politically, we don't really, like, have a side. We may have uh, leanings, you yeah, know, in yeah. certain situations, like, yeah. one way or another. But, like, both sides are equal for for roasting and a critical eye here. Because um, sometimes what I see online, it's just, it's a little bit ridiculous. You know, like, the Hawaii stuff, some of it, I was like, okay. Like, I don't think that's true. That topic actually was what got me off of social media. <laughs> That's why I don't I go on it that much anymore. I can't I'm even done. Go on. I'm done. Especially once I saw the FEMA stuff, I was like, I'm done. <sighs> yeah. The Burning Man thing really irked me a lot, especially people saying, like, these people deserve what they're getting, la, la, la. Like, I am a Christian and I can't stand the way a lot of Christians act a lot of the time. So take that for what it's worth. Um, and then also being 9 11 today. Oh, see, yeah. You will oh. see some weird and wacky stuff out there. Obviously, we all know 9-11 was not what was portrayed in the mainstream media. We know that. However, like with any false flag, it doesn't mean people didn't die. Yeah, I actually have. It doesn't mean buildings did not collapse. Like, those buildings are no longer there. So, how do you explain that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, and, you know, if you don't mind, maybe I'll just cover this and then, then you can wrap it up. Yeah. You know, obviously, I live in New York. You know, I lived on Long Island. Uh, when 9-11 happened, you know, I was, uh, when I was younger, my father, besides having his own job, he also had a little small um, landscaping business. And I did that for a long time until he just got tired of doing it because of his other job, getting older or whatever, maybe didn't need the money as much. But his friend that he also worked with at the job that he had, he was a seasonal guy. He was only there for the winters because it was an oil company. So obviously they needed more people during the winter. And during the summer, this guy ran his landscaping business with a dude from the New York fire department from the FDNY. 
I started working with them because I've already had experience and my dad was friends with the guy. He's like, yo, my son, you know, knows how to do landscaping. You know, hook him up. So I worked with this guy. If that guy would not have been off on the day of 9-11, he would have been dead with the rest of everybody else that he knew that was there and died from that building falling. All of his co-workers and friends in that engine company fucking died. Wow. I was kind of dating or seeing a chick at one point. She has, there is a, um, a chair, what are those, a bench at Long Beach, on the Long Beach boardwalk with her father's name on it because her father was in that building and died. People fucking died. I know people that died because they were in the volunteer fire department and went down there and caught fucking cancer. Somehow people died from that. And Mm -hmm. I have been seeing, and this is where I say the clown world, propaganda, and just dumb shit starts to become truth. And it's very, it's very dangerous in my opinion. But you have got people out there now claiming that nobody died on 9-11 at all. It's nuts. Nobody died. I, at the time, I swear to God on everything, at the time when that happened, I was dating somebody whose uncle was in there. And he was lucky enough to be on the fifth floor and he got out before it collapsed. And he had to walk home and over the Brooklyn Bridge. People died. Yeah. And I've been seeing this stuff going around on Instagram. And there was one account... uh, you know, and that I had even asked a while ago to come on my show because I thought they actually had very good detailed posts, mm-hmm. you know, and I had seen this person make a comment, a post about 9-11 not happening. And I made a comment saying like, yo, like, dude, people died. Like, this is like a dangerous thing to be saying. Like, you are going to make people believe the most dumbest shit. And like, I, I you know, nothing I figured I was going to get, you know, whatever, some sort of remark. So, like, I was like, you know what, let me DM the dude and just, like, let, let explain to them, like, maybe they won't catch that my name says New York Patriot and I was in New York. So, I know, you know, I have to, you know, give some preface. And, you know, here it is right here. Yo, I'm not trying to be a dick, but I'm from Long Island and no fucking people who actually died from 9-11. Disrespecting me, but you know, this is this is scripted world's remark back. Disrespecting me, but you want me to get on your podcast. This is me. Bro, people died. I don't give a shit who posted that. It's fucking incorrect. It makes people fucking dumb and ignorant. I don't need to agree with everyone 100% of the time, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Yet here you are bitching in my DMs because you don't like what I posted, laughing my fucking ass off. You are so emotional, literally fuck off. Can people tell me how I was like being disrespectful or an asshole? You even said in your first message, I'm not trying to be a dick. You're just pointing out the fact that, yes, people did die. I saw the post you're talking about, and I think And because person- of this, this asshole and his ego, I'm wrong, I'm a dick, and no one died because he can't handle thinking something else besides the fairy tale he constructed in his head. That's mental. You are no different than the fucking left at this point. That's the thing, right? I saw the post that you're ta- that in question that um, you're referring to there, and I think they were implying and trying to show that like some of the news footage was CGI of the people falling from the buildings and blah blah. blah. 
Neither Listen, here nor there. Yeah. That doesn't I do, matter. Yeah, I, I'll Just be the first one. I don't take the narrative of how they felt. Totally. For sure. I don't believe you know, that. There, there's even the um, the famous, like, you know, I have it in my mind still, the visual of the person falling as, the, like, the hanged man position from the building. I don't dis, like, I'm not arguing that that may be CGI, that maybe wasn't real. Perhaps. However, it doesn't mean, though, that nobody actually died. It means that they created a CGI scene of how they wanted it to look as opposed to how it actually happened, perhaps. You know, but it doesn't mean that people in the buildings did not die. It just means that they want us to have a certain visual in our mind of how it happened. Right? Like, obviously, the planes were CGI or... They did crash, but that's not the cause of like why the buildings fell. Obviously, anyways, mm. that's a whole other. No, it's a whole other thing. But I just think show. I just think like <laughs> again, you know, I, I don't know like what. When it comes to social media, it's really becoming a clown world out there, in my opinion. You know, and 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 people will think they're in the know of something and actually just be more dumb than they were prior. No, no and, then, and then you get this sense of it like that you're better than because you believe yeah. fairy tales and bullshit which is exactly what the left did not too many I, years ago because they're trusting the science and we know we become fascists the right does the same fucking thing yeah i think sometimes i see this especially in the truther community people just want to be right and they have such a pride and an ego about that their take on something is correct. And they almost develop this thing where like they don't want to be wrong and they don't want to be gullible into like falling for things. So everything is fake. Everything is not real. Everything is not what they say it is. Sometimes it is real. Mm. You know, like it's just um, you don't want to get so far down the rabbit hole that you've lost touch with actual reality. And I think that sometimes is the danger of conspiratorial thinking. Tinfoil hatting. <laughs> right? Yeah. But anyway. I mean, you know, I guess, I guess everybody that I know and everybody, the family members and friends that I know, all these people that died, they all must have been in on it, I guess. Right? Yeah, they're all crisis actors, I'm sure. <laughs> Come on. So I guess, like, that guy that I used to do landscaping with, he was the only crisis actor not in that engine, so that's why he was spared. I mean, come the fuck on. That's crazy. Yeah. Clown world shit right there for 9-11 conspiracy stuff. Total fucking clown world, in my opinion. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, on that note. Yes. <laughs> clowns everywhere, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I hope that um, people found this like kind of fun. Oh, I thought it was fun and interesting. <laughs> Hell yeah. Slightly entertaining. Again, like news for people who don't watch the news, making connections. Like, this is how you and I see the news. When I see headlines, I'm always like, what? And then, like, you know, trying to connect it to other things. So I think probably everyone who's going to watch this is sort of of a similar mind. Yeah, I think so. So I hope that, you know, you got a lot out of it. And, um, you know, we'll try to make it like a weekly, regular thing. And then yeah, I would be like, like to. a fun fun like monday morning hangout yeah it's kind of like a weekend review on silly news and dumb shit on social media exactly <laughs> i'd love i'd love to hear some of that monday morning 
I know, right? I got my coffee. Like, it was perfect. Perfect way to start the week. So thank you so much, everyone who was in the chat and who's listening. Thank you for co-hosting and doing this with me. Of course, of course. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, And yeah, please check out, like, I'm starting up this little Etsy thing. So please check that out. I know right now there's not a lot in there, but my Etsy shop is called Loyal to the Foil. Duh. (laughs) And have have you put that in your link tree yet? I did not, oh, but okay. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I will. I'll do that today. But, All right. Uh, so check that I link tree. Check that somewhere. link tree for that Etsy shop then. Yes. <laughs> thank you. It's on my Instagram, but, uh, but yeah, thank you so much guys and everybody stay gangster. <laughs> Later.